Hello everyone, and welcome back to an old guy who knows shit. Slewdog here. This is episode 15, 140 years. Copyright 2020 by L.R. Holtz. Okay, folks, well, if you've listened to my introduction and then my stories and you're still with me, maybe we're getting something going here. I don't know. I hope so. Because I wrote the piece you're about to hear in 2014, and I never had a forum to get it out there. I didn't even realize that with my first 14 episodes, the Supernatural Stories from Life series, that what I was actually doing was creating the introduction to this other piece that just kind of fell out of me six years ago. And I say it fell out of me because it came out of me as fast as I could type, exactly as you are about to hear it. Words I was not making up, words I was hearing. It felt more like the voice greater speaking through me than anything else I have ever written. And because of that, I have wanted to shout it to the world, but nobody was listening. Now, not only might you be listening, you have a context. You know my worldview and my experiences with the supernatural and figuring things out for myself. And when I say the voice greater, you have a frame of reference. Suddenly I realized that here are folks who might actually get the 140 years piece. On top of that, it is time for an election episode. I wrote this in 2014. How could it possibly be about this election? On the other hand, if it was the voice greater, it certainly could have been, and I just didn't know it. So rather than listen to another of my stories of the supernatural, we're going to take the supernatural theme one step further, and I'm going to let you hear the words that came out of me in 2014, and you can decide for yourself. These are the words I heard in my head, words I was not making up, words that felt at the time like the voice greater was speaking through me. We still have 140 years of fossil fuel left. The entire quote was something like, Now that we understand how to tap our hidden resources in shale, we still have 140 years of fossil fuel left. It was one of those slick documentaries the big boys had put out there to educate us about energy. They were showing these great urban interchanges with sunsets behind them or with the sun glinting off the buildings. Oh, it was truly beautiful. But what? As much warming as we're experiencing now, they think we can do this for 140 more years? Wait, what? So then I asked Uncle Google what the temperature will be when all the fossil fuel is used up. I clicked on the first link, and I got an article by Amy Huva, an Australian-Canadian, discussing the results of a recently published paper, which never quite made it to our mainstream news. This can be found at resilience.org. It's a story from September 9th, 2013, If We Burn All the Fossil Fuels. Let me read you an excerpt. The wet bulb temperature she refers to is a combination of the temperature and humidity. I quote, a wet bulb temperature of 35 degrees centigrade or above means the body can't cool down and results in lethal hyperthermia, which is scientist for it's so hot and sticky that you die from the heat. Burning all the fossil fuels will result in a planet with wet bulb temperatures routinely above 35 degrees centigrade, which means we'll have cooked the atmosphere enough that we'll end up cooking ourselves. Basically, if we burn all the fossil fuels, 
we're all going down and taking the rest of the species on the planet with us. And we really will be the dumbest smart species ever to cause our own extinction. Close quote. Further research supports Miss Hewa's contention. I urge you to investigate it yourself. The science is definitely on her side. So, these guys are talking about destroying everything, literally, as if it's a good idea. They have built a machine we have to use every day, our oil-based economy, and every day we use it, they get richer, and the planet gets hotter. Ladies and gentlemen, our oil-based economy is a doomsday machine, and we are the rats turning its wheels tricked by slick propaganda into wanting to drive it. Their documentary joyfully tells us they're going to keep us burning fossil fuel for another 140 years, which will, if it happens, be the end of the world for our entire civilization. Literally. This is actually a struggle to save the world. This is truly, and honest to God, folks, an epic fight to keep our planet habitable. It sounds like science fiction, but it ain't. We are the warriors for the Rebel Alliance, trying to stop Darth Vader from destroying our planet. We, the people, we are the freaking hobbits who have to band together with whatever forces we can muster to march to Lord Sauron's domain and stop him from destroying everything. But this is real. We are the warriors. We are the ones with the seemingly puny weapons. We are the warriors for good, whatever you call it. We are the compassion, love, and beauty team, and we are engaging the greed, cruelty, and ugliness team in an epic battle for the survival of our race. Honest to God, folks, for real. Now, while that sinks in, I'm going to throw in a moment of much-needed humor here. It was around 1975 that my vision of the cosmos began to come together for me, but I couldn't figure out what to call the power that drives it because it's not a God, really, not a singular being at all, and yet it sort of is because all of us billions of individuals make up some kind of singular whole that has evolved with the rest of the planet, and what could that whole be called? And, yep. I called it the Force. And two years later, of course, Star Wars came out and my name for it became meaningless. A laughable plot justification in a popular and very fun movie. But folks, aside from that, there actually are forces of good and forces of evil. They are generated by us by what we focus our energy on. Our civilization is in a very advanced state, and I don't mean technology, I mean in the sense that we have fully populated the planet. We are advanced in our numbers and in our reach. As we have multiplied and grown, so has the energy that we generate grown greater and more powerful. The amount of energy available to people trying to do evil is tremendous, more than has ever been available before, simply because we are are so many. But we have to remember that that same energy is available to us. We just haven't focused ours yet. 
They've had theirs focused for a long time, and it has generated destructive energy all over the globe, convincing good people to spend personal energy on their evil keeps it growing. Now we are pressing the limits of our environment. We approach a critical moment, a moment of truth, and no one knows when that moment is. No one knows the event horizon of warming beyond which the methane stored in the Arctic ice will be released no matter what we do say, or any of half a dozen approaching event horizons, any one of which will have the same result. Whether or not we reach that moment will determine whether or not this race survives. Whether or not we become skeletons in a desert somewhere that some other race of folks will dig up 6,000 years from now. Sounds like fiction, doesn't it? But it's the truth. Well, folks, all over this country, Gandalfs are rousting the hobbits. Our weapons look like shovels against tanks, but when we band our scraggly crew together, the force of our combined energies will be far greater than theirs, for we are not only more numerous, but we have the power of good. Every act of good, every act of compassion, love, or beauty adds to the power of our weapon. Every turning away from their money machine is an act that weakens their tanks and then turns the power of that energy to amplify our shovels. We have the power. We must realize that this is real and make the effort to focus our energy. Once we have the will to focus it, then we must spread it around, amplify it, let it emanate throughout the land. We do have a force with us, whatever you call it, God or Allah or Jehovah or whatever. Folks, all the great prophets were talking about the same thing. Compassion, love, and beauty generate more compassion, love, and beauty. And that power, that force of good, the personal energy we generate with our compassion, love, and beauty, that power can save us. That has been the message of every great prophet. Now, at this moment in our civilization, that message is literally true. The people trying to destroy everything with their greed, cruelty, and ugliness have amassed great power, both non-physical as well as physical. Every act of greed, cruelty, and ugliness contributes to the power of their energy. And when you think of how many such acts there have been over the last century, that adds up to a gargantuan amount of energy serving evil. And that energy is on track to, if unchecked, literally destroy everything. It is a real power. It can literally and actually destroy our world. And the only thing that can defeat it is the power of our compassion, love, and beauty. Just like all them guys said. Hobbits, rebels, Christians, Muslims, Buddhists, atheists, agnostics, whites, blacks, greens, grays, everyone. 
unite. We are all residents of the same shire. Gandalf is knocking on your door. Join the compassion, love, and beauty team. This is a real battle, for real. Join in. Add your personal energy to the compassion, love, and beauty ammo dump. The forces of good need reinforcements very badly, and you are the heroes that can bring in those reinforcements. You are the heroes that can save us. Take care of your fellow human beings. Take care of what bits of this planet you have been entrusted with. Commit random acts of compassion, and they will generate more random acts of compassion. Turn the energy you generate, your share of the pool that you are personally responsible for, to doing good. That's the starting point. Do good in your day-to-day -day life and what you work at and what you direct your personal power to do. Yes, folks, it is as simple as that. It will make a difference. It will amplify as you spread it to the people you love, who will then contribute their energy, and it will spread to more and more, and we will emanate a positive force throughout the land. Then, it will be directed into the battle and organization will start happening and voter registration drives and direct opposition and acts of civil disobedience because that energy has real power. The boomers among us remember that happening during the Vietnam era. It took 50,000 dead American soldiers to rouse it, but that was real power that came from real people just like us and it made a difference. There's a lot more at stake today. That was an early battle. This is the final confrontation. If they win this battle, it's all over. Our actions must never be violent. Never. That will take our powerful energy for good and redirect it to evil. Compassion is our nuke. It looks like a feather held up to a hurricane, but it contains great, great power. So personally, you don't have to become an activist to join the Compassion, Love, and Beauty team. If you are so moved, please do not hesitate. We need activists. But each one of us regular folks down here in the trenches has a role to play in our day-to-day -day lives that will help change the course we are on, even if it is no bigger than changing daily habits. Just open your mind and your eyes. Listen to your world instead of technology, and then listen to your heart, and it will lead you. Practically, to those of you who see politics as the engine that can drive this change, keep your eyes open for the Gandalfs. Look for them actively. They're out there, and they're not all men. Make sure they are not imposters, because there will be many of those as well. Find the real ones and convince them to run for office. Get them elected. Help them find policies we can agree on, but get them into Congress. They won't have a magic staff, 
but you will arm them with the power of each of your personal energies, and they will be mighty. You've been listening to an old guy who knows shit, and we've been hanging with the Compassion, Love, and Beauty team and the voice greater today. And they asked me to remind you to uh, please vote. Signing off till next time. This is an old guy who knows shit. Ha <laughs>